0: Hello, it's Eric welcoming you back to the tranquil sanctuary of Listen to Sleep. Together we journey to a place where stories morph into tranquil lullabies and dreams begin to glimmer like stars reflected on a still moonlit lake. As autumn leaves begin to blanket the ground here on the mountain, we're reminded of the cycles of life and the beauty of transformation. As a matter of fact, I also want to let you know that you may hear a bunch of acorns hitting the roof above me at this time of year when I'm recording these stories. So, if you hear a little pitter-patter in the background, that's what that is. Each acorn, each leaf, wants a vibrant green takes on the hues of orange, red, and gold before finally letting go. They're surrendering to the pull of gravity and the promise of renewal. This dance of change is not just a spectacle for the eyes, but a metaphor for our own lives. We too go through seasons, periods of growth and letting go of holding on and releasing. Tonight, our original tale is set in a village that also experiences its own seasons, both literal and metaphorical. It's a story that explores the boundaries we set for ourselves and the courage it takes to step beyond them. Just as the leaves don't fear the fall, The folks we'll meet tonight show us that sometimes we have to let go of old beliefs to make way for new understanding. And in that space of letting go, well, that's often where we find our most authentic self. If you're feeling the call to explore your own seasons of change, to let go of what no longer serves you and embrace new possibilities. My life's work, Awaken Your Myth, is designed to guide you through that transformative journey. I would love it if you'd join our community of over 100 kindred spirits who are also navigating their own cycles of growth and transformation. The 30-module coaching journey I've created is a synthesis of modern mindfulness techniques and the timeless wisdom of the hero's journey. It offers you a roadmap to a life that resonates with your deepest truths. Along with 24-7 access to a private online community, you'll also get bi-weekly live Zoom sessions that'll nourish your soul and expand your horizons. And as a special bonus, you'll get unlimited access to all the Listen to Sleep Plus ad and intro-free stories and guided meditations. If you're still unsure, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee, and so you've got nothing to lose. Why not take that first step? Visit awakenyourmyth.com and begin your own journey of transformation. I'm very excited to walk this path with you. Now, I don't know how you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you're wearing some painful earbuds which will be lost in your bed come morning, or maybe through a little speaker on the bedside table, keeping the whole house awake. Or maybe you're just playing it through your phone. But none of these were ever designed for bedtime. Now, just imagine for a second, you're snuggled up in bed, totally relaxed, your ear nuzzled deep into your comfy pillow, and my voice is magically playing back to you. No painful earbuds, no tangled wires, just total comfort and the sound you love. Well, imagine no more, because this is exactly what today's sponsor is here to help with. The sleep bar is an advanced underpillow speaker that turns your pillow into the comfiest earphone ever, with a customizable shutdown timer, a huge battery that lasts multiple nights, and bone conduction audio that won't wake your partner. It's got everything you need to transform your bedtime listening, and they've given our listeners a limited number of twenty percent off codes. Simply head to Dusker. That's d u s k e r dot com, and enter the code l t s twenty to claim yours. Let's take a deep breath, in and out, letting go of the day, feeling the weight of gravity pulling you deep down into the mattress. Another deep breath in. And out. Nothing to do, nowhere to go, no one to be. This is your time, quiet time. And one more deep breath in with me and out if you get tired while i'm reading to you that's okay just let yourself drift off beyond the village walls nestled in the shadow of sleep mountain the ancient village of Butterfordshire was a place where time seemed to slow down as if hesitant to disturb the tranquility that enveloped the cobblestone streets and thatched roof cottages. The village square was the heart of this sleepy town a place where people gathered to exchange news, barter goods, and share stories. At its center stood a centuries-old tree, known as the Whispering Oak. It was said that the oak had witnessed the founding of the village and had been a silent observer of its history ever since. In the evenings, the elders would gather around the whispering oak, their faces etched with the wisdom of years, and their eyes twinkling with a mischievous delight as they shared tales that had been passed down through generations. These stories were not just entertainment, they were the threads that wove the fabric of this community. Tales of bravery and sacrifice, of love and loss. But above all, tales of the dark forest that lay just beyond the village walls. The forest was as much a character in these stories as any villager, past or present, its enigmatic nature fueling imaginations and cautionary tales alike. The most enduring legend was that of the creature that roamed the depths of the forest. A being so elusive that its true form was a matter of endless debate. Some claimed it was a bear, as large as a cottage, with fur as dark as midnight. Others insisted it was a wolf, its howls echoing through the forest like a mournful lament. And then there were those who believed it was a ghost, a spectral figure that could pass through walls and vanish into thin air. Each version of the story added a new layer of intrigue. And each storyteller claimed to have a friend of a friend who'd had a near encounter with the creature. As night fell, the villagers would retreat to their homes, the stories still fresh in their minds. Children would huddle under their blankets, their eyes wide with a mixture of fear and fascination. While the adults would bolt their doors, and shutter their windows, as if to try to keep the legends at bay. Yet, despite the fear, there was also a sense of awe, a collective understanding that the forest, with all its mysteries, was an integral part of who they were. The village itself had once been more spread out, homes dotting the landscape up to the very edge of the dark forest. But as the legends grew, so did the walls that eventually enclosed all of Butterfordshire. The forest was slowly pushed back, its trees felled to fortify the village and fuel its hearths. Yet the forest remained an ever-present entity, its shadow stretching across the village as the sun dipped behind Sleep Mountain, as if to remind the villagers that some boundaries are not so easily defined. And so, life in Butterfordshire continued in this delicate balance, each day a repetition of the one before, each night a descent into a world of whispered tales and half-believed myths. But among the villagers was one young girl who dared to question these myths, who dared to dream of new adventures, and who was about to embark on a journey that would forever alter the course of Butterfordshire's history. Her name was Ileana, and she was as much a part of the village as the Whispering Oak, the cobblestone streets, or the towering presence of Sleep Mountain. But unlike the village, Iliana was not content to remain unchanged. Iliana was born to Ilara and Amon, a couple who had lived their entire lives within the high walls surrounding Butterfordshire. Ilara was a skilled weaver, her hands deftly creating intricate patterns on mats that were highly sought after in the village market. Amon, on the other hand, was a farmer who tended to the fields of wheat and tall grasses that lay behind their modest mud-brick home. They were a quiet, unassuming couple, content with the simple joys that life in Butterfordshire offered. But their daughter was nothing like either of them. From a young age, Ileana displayed an insatiable curiosity that set her apart from the other children. While they were content playing simple games in the village square, Ileana would wander off, her eyes scanning the horizon where Sleep Mountain met the sky. She would collect unusual rocks, study the patterns of leaves, and listen intently as the wind whispered through the trees, as if it were trying to tell her something only she could understand. Her parents often worried about her adventurous spirit. The world beyond our walls is not kind, Ileana, her mother would caution, her eyes filled with a mix of love and concern. Her father, a man of few words, would simply pat her head and remind her to stay close to home. But Iliana felt a pull, a yearning that couldn't be easily dismissed. She often found herself standing at the edge of the village. Her eyes fixed on the towering wall that separated Butterfordshire from the dark forest. She would press her ear against the cold moss covered stones. Half expecting to hear the whispers of the forest calling out to her. As she grew older, her fascination with the dark forest intensified. She would spend hours in the small library housed in the village's chapel, poring over dusty tomes and faded maps. The library was a treasure trove of knowledge, its shelves lined with books that spoke of distant lands, mythical creatures, and ancient spells. But what captivated her most were the journals of explorers who had ventured into the dark forest, their accounts filled with wonder and dread in equal measure. Iliana was particularly drawn to the writings of Alaric the Wanderer, a long forgotten explorer who had spent years studying the flora and fauna of the forest. His journal spoke of towering trees with leaves as black as coal, of streams that flowed with water so pure it sparkled in the moonlight, and of mysterious ruins that hinted at a civilization long lost to time. But what intrigued her the most was his account of the pepperwood tree a rare species that was said to possess magical properties. According to Alaric, the leaves of the pepperwood tree could heal wounds, purify water, and even ward off evil spirits. It was a revelation that stuck with her, planting a seed of wonder that would soon grow into an unquenchable thirst for discovery. Despite her parents' warnings and the village's collective apprehension, Ileana knew that she couldn't ignore the call of the forest for much longer. She began to prepare for her journey in secret owning her skills in archery and learning the basics of herbalism from Melis, the village healer. She would often practice in the secluded meadow behind her home, her arrows finding their mark with increasing accuracy, as if guided by an unseen hand. As the seasons began to change, casting their ever shifting hues upon Sleep Mountain and the world below, Iliana felt a sense of urgency building within her. She knew that her time had come, that she could no longer remain a passive observer, in a village that was content to live only in the shadow of ancient myths and legends. With her bow slung across her shoulder and a newfound resolve lighting up her eyes, Iliana was ready to step beyond the walls of Butterfordshire to seek the answers that had eluded her for so long and in doing so, awaken a new chapter in the storied history of her village. On a moonlit night, when the village of Butterfordshire lay wrapped in a blanket of silence, Iliana found herself standing before the eastern gate. The towering wooden structure was adorned with ancient carvings, symbols whose meanings had been forgotten, but whose presence lent an air of solemnity. The gate was seldom used, its wood weathered and hinges rusted. When she reached out to touch it, she felt a shiver run down her spine, as if the gate itself were warning her of the perils that lay beyond. Realizing that opening the creaky gate would alert the nearby villagers, Ileana decided to look for another way out. Her eyes scanned the perimeter wall until they settled on the silhouette of the old watchtower a structure of stone and timber just inside and connected to the wall. It had been built during an era when the village first began bracing for the possibility of outside threats. Now it stood largely forgotten, a relic of a bygone age. As she approached the tower, Liliana heard a rustling sound coming from a thicket of bushes near its base. Her heart pounding, she cautiously moved closer and discovered a half-open door concealed behind the foliage. The door was smaller than she'd expected, as if designed for secrecy rather than grandeur. Pushing it open, she found herself staring at a narrow staircase that spiraled upwards, disappearing into the darkness above. With each step she took, the air grew thicker and the weight of the tower's history seemed to press down upon her. The walls were lined with faded tapestries, depicting scenes of valor and conquest, their colors dulled by time, but their essence still palpable. As she ascended, her fingers brushed against the stone, worn smooth by the touch of countless hands that had climbed these stairs before her. Who were they, she wondered, and what had driven them to climb this tower? Just as she reached the top of the staircase, a sudden gust of wind blew in through an open window, carrying with it the curious fragrance of pepperwood. The scent was intoxicating filling the air with a spicy aroma that seemed to awaken her senses. It was a smell she had only read about in Alaric's journal, and its presence here felt like a sign, a cosmic affirmation of the path she had chosen. Iliana stepped into the watchtower's upper chamber, and found it surprisingly well-preserved. A wooden table stood in the center, its surface covered with maps and navigational instruments. On the walls hung shields and swords, their metal tarnished, but their craftsmanship exquisite. And there, lying on the floor near the open window, was a small bag filled with dried pepperwood leaves and nuts. As she picked up the bag, Iliana felt a surge of energy coursing through her veins. She took a leaf and crumbled it between her fingers, bringing it close to her nose. The scent was so potent, that her eyes began to water, and for a moment she felt as if she were on the verge of sneezing. But then something extraordinary happened. A wave of calm washed over her, silencing the cacophony of thoughts that had been swirling in her mind. It was as if the pepperwood had granted her a momentary glimpse into a realm of pure stillness. A place where time stood still, and all that remained was the here and now. As she stood there, savoring the tranquility that had enveloped her, Ileana heard the distant sound of footsteps retreating into the forest. A sense of urgency returned, snapping her out of her reverie. Whoever, more whatever, had been here, had now moved deeper into the dark forest. And she felt an irresistible urge to follow. With a newfound sense of purpose, Iliana grabbed a rope that hung from a beam, swung it over the window's ledge, and prepared to descend. As she did, the first rays of dawn began to pierce the horizon, casting their ethereal glow upon Sleep Mountain and the world beyond. It was a new day, and for Iliana a new chapter in an unfolding adventure that promised to unravel the mysteries that had captivated her for so long. As Iliana reached the bottom of the rope, her boots touched the soft, dew-covered grass. The first rays of dawn were filtering through the canopy of trees that marked the beginning the dark forest. She felt a sense of exhilaration mixed with apprehension. Here she was, finally stepping into the world that had been the subject of so many tales and fantasies. She took a deep breath, filling her lungs with the crisp morning air, tinged with the lingering scent of pepperwood from the watchtower. After a few hours of venturing deeper into the forest, Iliana decided to have a quick breakfast. She sat down on a moss-covered rock and pulled out the bread, cheese, and carrots she had packed. As she ate, her thoughts drifted to the mysterious mysterious individual who had left behind the bag of pepperwood leaves and nuts. Who could it be? An explorer like Alaric? Another villager who had dared to venture out? Or perhaps the creature of the legends itself? Her musings were interrupted by a soft rustling sound. She looked up and saw a swirl of mist forming near the base of a massive oak tree. Intrigued, she quickly packed her belongings and moved toward the phenomenon. The forest around her seemed to come alive, the air thick with the earthy smell of damp leaves and moss. As she reached the oak, she heard a low, rumbling noise. Her heart skipped a beat. She looked up and found herself staring into the eyes of a large black cat perched on a branch. Just as she was reaching out to pet it, a voice from above said, that's enough of that. Iliana looked up and saw a figure aiming a slingshot at her from a higher branch. Who are you? She demanded. The figure climbed down, slingshot still in hand, and introduced themselves as Bodhi. With a shock of untamed hair, eyes that seemed to hold untold stories, and a demeanor that was both guarded and curious, Bodhi was unlike anyone Iliana had ever met. They were accompanied by the black cat, who Bodhi introduced as ninja. As they conversed, Iliana learned that Bodhi had been living in the forest for some time, seeking solitude and a deeper connection with nature. Intrigued by Iliana's quest, Bodhi listened intently as she recounted the legends and fears that gripped Butterfordshire. A smile spread across Bodhi's face, as they revealed the so-called monster, was none other than their own grandfather. Bodhi's tale was as fascinating as it was unexpected. Their grandfather had once been a resident of a village on the other side of the forest, but had grown disillusioned with communal life. Yearning for solitude, he had moved deep into the forest where he had built a life in harmony with nature. To keep the villagers at bay, he had taken to haunting the periphery of the forest, making noises and leaving traces that fueled the villagers' imaginations. As Bodhi spoke, Iliana felt a sense of awe. Here was someone who had chosen a life of voluntary exile, who had found peace in the very place that was the subject of so much fear and speculation. And the revelation about the monster made her question the collective beliefs of that had shaped her community for generations. Bodhi then offered to take Iliana to meet their grandfather. Intrigued and excited, she readily agreed. As they prepared to set off, Bodhi looked at Iliana and asked, What are your pronouns? She her, Iliana replied, touched by the gesture. It was a simple question, yet it spoke volumes about the world Bodhi came from, a world that recognized and respected individual identities. Cool, mine are they-them, replied Bodhi, as they walked off in the direction of Sleep Mountain, with Ninja following behind them. As they began their journey deeper into the dark forest, Ileana felt as if she were stepping into a new realm, one that defied all preconceptions and promised to unveil truths that would be both profound and unsettling. With each step, the forest seemed to welcome them, as if acknowledging their quest for understanding. And so they ventured forth, two souls united by a shared curiosity, guided by the enigmatic presence of Sleep Mountain looming in the distance. The forest seemed to grow denser as Iliana and Bodhi ventured further, the canopy above thickened and filtered the sunlight into dappled patterns on the forest floor. The air was filled with the sounds of nature, bird song, the rustle of leaves, the distant murmur of a stream. It was a symphony of life, a stark contrast to the eerie silence of, that had always characterized the villagers' fearful tales of the dark forest. As they walked, Bodhi began to share more about their life. They spoke of their parents, who still lived in the village their grandfather had left, and of their own decision to seek a different path. Bodhi revealed that they had been plagued by headaches since childhood, a condition that seemed to worsen with the mental noise of living among too many people. I came to the forest hoping to find some kind of cure, or at least some peace, Bodhi said, their eyes reflecting a mixture of hope and vulnerability. Iliana listened intently, struck by the parallels between Bodhi's journey and her own. Both were driven by a yearning for something more, something that lay beyond the boundaries of conventional life. And both had found themselves drawn to the dark forest, as if answering a call that only they could hear. Their conversation was interrupted by the sound of a crow cawing loudly from a nearby tree. Bodhi looked up and smiled. We must be close, they said, quickening their pace. Ileana felt a surge of anticipation. She was about to meet the man who had been the subject of so much speculation. The enigmatic figure who had chosen to make his home in the very heart of the dark forest. As they rounded a bend, Ileana caught sight of a clearing up ahead. Nestled within it was a log cabin, simple yet sturdy with a stone chimney from which a thin plume of smoke was rising. The cabin was surrounded by a well-tended garden filled with herbs, vegetables, and a wide variety of flowering plants. It was a sanctuary, a haven of tranquility in the midst of this beautiful wilderness. As they entered the clearing, a voice called out, "Bodie, and who's this you've brought with you? A man emerged from the cabin, his appearance as rugged as the landscape that surrounded him. Yet his eyes twinkled with warmth and intelligence. This was Bodhi's grandfather, the so-called monster of Butterfordshire lore. The meeting was nothing short of magical. Over a meal of freshly caught fish and wild mushrooms, Bodhi's grandfather shared stories of his life in the forest. He spoke of his decision to leave society behind, of the joys and challenges of living in harmony with nature and of the wisdom he had gleaned from years of solitude. The forest teaches you to listen, not just to the world around you, but also to the world within you, he said, his voice tinged with a deep sense of reverence. When the topic of the villagers' fears came up, he chuckled. (laughs) "'Fear often fills the void when understanding is lacking,' he mused. "'I never intended to scare anyone. "'I simply wanted to live my life in peace. "'But if my presence keeps them at a respectful distance, then so be it.' "'As the afternoon sun began its descent,' casting long shadows across the clearing, Ileana felt a profound sense of gratitude. Here, in this hidden corner of the dark forest, she had found not only answers, but also kindred spirits. People who had dared to step beyond the familiar, who had sought and found their own unique paths. As they prepared to leave, Bodhi's grandfather gave them each a small pouch filled with dried herbs. For your journey back, he said, his eyes meeting Iliana's, remember, the forest is not a place to be feared. It's a place to be understood, and sometimes the journey to understanding begins with a single step into the unknown. With their hearts full and their minds expanded, Iliana and Bodhi bid farewell to the wise old man and began their trek back toward Butterfordshire. As Ileana and Bodhi first stepped back into the forest, the crows that had been perched in the trees around the clearing took flight. Their dark forms silhouetted against the sky as they soared above the treetops. Bodhi looked up and smiled, as if sharing a private joke with the birds. They'll guide us back, they said their voice tinged with a sense of assurance that iliana found both comforting and inspiring as they walked guided by the fading light and keeping the distant silhouette of sleep mountain behind them iliana couldn't help but feel that this was just the beginning The forest had opened its secrets to her, and she knew she would return, drawn by the allure of its mysteries and the promise of more life-changing encounters to come. The journey back to Butterfordshire felt different, as if the forest itself had changed in response to her newfound understanding. The once menacing shadows now seemed inviting. Each patch of darkness, a gateway to some hidden wonder. The sound of the forest, too, had taken on a new quality. Each rustle of leaves, each distant animal call, becoming a note in a melody, that only they were privileged to hear. As they walked, Ileana found herself reflecting on the day's events. Meeting Bodhi and their grandfather had been like stepping into a story, one that challenged the very foundations of her beliefs and opened her eyes to possibilities she had never dared to consider. She felt as if she had been given a gift, a glimpse into a world that existed parallel to her own, yet was infinitely richer and more complex. She turned to Bodhi, who was walking beside her, their eyes focused on the path ahead. Do you think people can change? She asked, her voice tinged with a sense of urgency. I mean, if they knew the truth, would they be willing to let go of their fears? Bodhi paused, their eyes meeting Iliana's as they considered her question. Change is possible, they said finally but it's also a choice. Some people cling to their fears because it's easier than facing the unknown. But others, when presented with a new perspective, find the courage to step beyond their comfort zones. The key is to offer that choice, to provide that alternative perspective. What they do is up to them. Ileana nodded, her mind racing as she considered the implications of Bodhi's words. She knew that sharing her experiences would be a risk, that there would be those who would dismiss her as a dreamer or a fool. But there would also be those who would listen who would be willing to consider that there might be more to the world than what they had been led to believe. And for them, she was willing to take that risk. As they neared the edge of the forest, Ileana felt a sense of both anticipation and regret. She was eager to share her newfound knowledge to challenge the status quo and inspire others to seek their own truths. But she also knew that in doing so, she would be stepping away from the world she had known, crossing a threshold from which there could be no return. Finally, they reached the walls of Butterfordshire, the familiar sounds of the village becoming audible as they emerged from the forest. As they said their goodbyes, Bodhi handed Iliana a small, intricately carved wooden pendant. A token, they said, their eyes meeting hers, to remind you of the forest and of the path that awaits you. Iliana took the pendant. Feeling its weight in her hand as she looked up at Bodhi. Thank you, she said, her voice thick with emotion, for everything. As she watched Bodhi disappear back into the forest, Ileana felt a sense of both loss and gain as if she had left a part of herself behind, yet had also acquired something invaluable in return. She turned and began to walk toward home, her steps quickening as she considered the task that lay ahead. She had a story to tell, a truth to share, and she would not rest until she had done so. And as she walked, the pendant swinging from her neck, she felt as if she were carrying a piece of the forest with her, a tangible reminder of the journey she had undertaken and the greater journey that lay ahead. Iliana's return to Butterfordshire was met with a mixture of curiosity and apprehension. Her absence had not gone unnoticed, and rumors had already begun to circulate about her mysterious foray into the dark forest. As she walked through the village, she could feel the weight of the stairs, the unspoken questions hanging in the air like a thick fog. But rather than shrink from the scrutiny, Ileana felt emboldened. She had a story to tell, one that could reshape the very fabric of the community's beliefs, and she was eager to share it the opportunity presented itself sooner than she had anticipated. That evening, the villagers were gathering in the town square for a community meeting, a monthly tradition where local issues were discussed and decisions were made. As Iliana took her place among the crowd, she felt a sense of both excitement and trepidation. This was her moment, her chance to challenge the status quo. And the magnitude of the task weighed heavily on her shoulders. When the floor was opened for new business, Ileana stepped forward. The crowd fell silent as she began to speak, her voice steady despite the butterflies in her stomach she recounted her journey into the dark forest, her meeting with Bodhi and their grandfather, and the revelations that had come from those encounters. She spoke of the wisdom of the forest, of the lessons it had to offer, and of the need to move beyond fear and embrace the unknown. As she spoke, Iliana could see a range of reactions among her audience. Some listened with rapt attention, their eyes widening as they absorbed her words. Others exchanged skeptical glances, their faces etched with doubt and disbelief. But regardless of their initial reactions, Everyone listened. And in that moment, Iliana knew that she had achieved her goal. She had planted a seed, offered an alternative perspective that could not be easily dismissed. When she finished, the square erupted into a cacophony of voices as neighbors turned to neighbors to discuss what they had just heard. The reactions were as varied as the people themselves, ranging from enthusiastic support to vehement denial. But amid the chaos, one thing was clear. The status quo had been challenged, and the community would never be the same. In the days and weeks that followed, Iliana found herself at the center of a cultural shift. Her story spread like wildfire, fueled by both its inherent drama and the controversy it sparked. Some hailed her as a visionary, a prophet who had seen the truth and returned to share it. Others branded her as a heretic, a disruptor who threatened to undermine the community's values. But regardless of their stance, everyone had an opinion, and the topic became the subject of heated debate in homes, taverns, and marketplaces throughout the village. As for Iliana she found that her journey had changed her in ways she had not anticipated. She had set out seeking answers, but had returned with something far more valuable, a sense of purpose, a mission to challenge her village's myths and inspire others to seek their own truths. And as she moved forward, guided by the wisdom she had gained and the allies she had found, she knew that this was just the beginning. The dark forest, once a symbol of fear and mystery, had become a symbol of something else. The transformative power of courage Curiosity and open mindedness. And as the years passed, the legend of Ileana and her journey into the forest became a part of the community's collective mythology, a story told to inspire future generations to question, to explore, and to dream the villagers of Butterfordshire, living in the shadow of Sleep Mountain, had been awakened to new possibilities. And the world they knew had been irrevocably changed. And so the cycle continued, each new generation adding its own chapter to the ever-evolving story of a village and its relationship with the enigmatic forest that lay just beyond its walls. Good night.